Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. And today we're talking about adventure games. Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 1, our return to Spotify. We're still recording uh, remotely, but hopefully the audio quality will be better and these will be real episodes again. Yay! We may be remote forever. Uh, I am joined here by, <laughs> uh, by Leisure Suit Lori, uh, and we are going to be talking about uh, old school adventure games. We had a bunch of bunch of mailbag questions related to video games so we picked two of them and we just decided to uh, make the episode about video games right and i know um you're still pretty into video games you play video games a lot but i have not so, yeah played. I, I sometimes play video games yes yeah like I, all day um no i, I haven't sleep too <laughs> yeah excuse me i only play 18 hours a day not 24 Oh, and then you eat, but probably while you're playing video games or while you're sleeping. Uh, sometimes both. <laughs> I haven't, though. I don't really I haven't played video games since I was a teenager, probably. I mean, maybe occasionally with my kid, but not much like my kids play them. My husband plays them. I do not. Uh, but. We're mostly going to talk about like adventure games older older games right i feel like i would just have like this very negative vibe on video games but i used to play them a lot (laughs) yeah you're just not a nerd anymore i just grew up and got really really cool (laughs) so cool (laughs) i couldn't play video games anymore i don't have time but maybe i do it's just not what i choose to do with my time maybe that's really all there is to it uh sure maybe (laughs) actually you know what i have recently been playing video games to prepare (laughs) for this episode (laughs) so maybe it's all a lie so yeah so you do play video games (laughs) currently in preparation (laughs) but let's just get started on our adventure games so let's start the adventure is that oh yeah a way better way to say it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so adventure games are still a thing but they're not near as popular i feel like people don't have the attention span um definitely not for the old school ones i mean people do i mean i I don't know how the newer ones are are the newer ones as hard as the older ones were um well generally if they're as hard as the old ones they were probably specifically designed to be that hard just because the old ones were hard. So sometimes like an indie developer will make one for the people that liked those difficult games. But no, the the, the current the, like society's games, attention span gets shorter and our IQ levels drop. We have to get easier and easier adventure games. There's there's a much smaller crowd that likes a super difficult adventure game. 
So I'm sure there's not as much money in it anymore. It's so much easier to cheat now that you have the internet. Yes. Because now you're just like, okay, how do I do this? Because as I have been preparing and playing adventure games, I literally just had my cell phone out in one hand and I was just searching what to do next. And my husband got mad. He was like, no, you can't (laughs) play it like that. I was like, I'll never get through it. Uh, That was one of the things that made the old game so difficult was that uh, there was no internet. No, and there weren't even really any walkthroughs. Like, I mean, even later on in the 90s, you could buy like. uh, Like a guidebook. Yeah, Nintendo Power would have guides in it and stuff like that. Well, I know the Sierra games had a hotline. Yeah, I think it was like a. Wasn't it like a pay hotline though, right? Yeah, it was like it was a nine hundred number, so it was like yeah, dollars a minute. I remember my brother and I called one time, but it was like a really, really, really big deal that we were going to call. Like we gave up. Yeah, which that's generally. I mean, most people didn't just like call and get all the part of the yeah, fun yeah. was that it was right. so difficult. Yeah, you uh, didn't want to do that. Right. And but, it, they would take months to play. It was like yeah. every night you were like, let's eat dinner and let's go finish our game. Yeah. Now it, people really aren't. I don't know. They're not like that as much as they used to be. No. There are some people who do or that. Or maybe it was but, just, no, I would say it was just me and you, but I think there were enough people out there playing it. Yeah, there were. There were quite a few people playing it. There's pro- I don't know. Maybe just as many now. Definitely not as big a percentage of gamers. And everybody's uh, just like playing some whatever you guys play, shooting people and making gardens, one or the other. They're either really zen <laughs> or they're like completely hostile. Or, or, or they play a game that combines both where you oh my gosh. build a garden and then defend your garden. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the games that we did like. Which was your uh, favorite Sierra game? Uh, well, I played some Sierra and their LucasArts or Lucas Films. I don't know what they were at the time, but they made some of the adventure games too. Sierra Did they make was them definitely... as early as Sierra? Yeah. Sierra might have been first. I'm not sure which of the two. They were the two big people that did adventure games. The ones that I remember from them are um, The Curse of Monkey Island and Grim Fandango. And I feel like those were later. Those yeah, were like Grim later Fandango. Grim Fandango was kind of an adventure game but a little bit wasn't the same kind of like point and click or type and right kind of thing but it was still it's more along it was, the lines of what a current dumbing adventure down those game is adventure like. games dumbing them down um sierra well lucasarts also made i think it was called like mystery house or something it was one of their first ones and sierra had another one that oh, was right. also called something like Mystery House. They both started with like something house where you like right, went I remember. to a haunted house and looked around. Yeah, I remember. And it was like just black with lines. Yeah. The uh, one of C- them. Sierra, I would say a lot more of my favorite ones were from Sierra. Um, oh, mine too, definitely. King's Quest was probably Mystery my House favorite. was the Sierra, it was from Sierra. Yeah, and then LucasArts was like Mystery Mansion or something like that. Uh, it was it was something very similar in name. They like almost have a very creepy vibe. That one was like 
Yeah, Sierra went away from creepy as much. Lucas was, made more of the like haunted house. There was another house. one that I used to play, and I don't remember. It had, didn't have any graphics. It would just say like you're in the middle of a forest, you know, and then you can go like walk left. You've turned left, and you see trees on the right, and blah blah oh, blah. Those were the like original. Yeah, that's. I don't even know if Sierra or Lucas made any of those. Those would predate it. Those were like the uh, text-based adventures. Yeah, I remember playing those as a kid. They also came, later came something called a MUD, which was a multi-user domain. It was a text-based adventure uh, that multiple people would play over the internet. Isn't that basically just Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, it definitely had its roots in Dungeons and Dragons, but it was an actual like text. It was like a text-based adventure, but there were multiple people playing it. Um, but anyway, uh, King's Quest was my favorite Sierra game, probably my favorite adventure game. And they had several quest ones. They had like Police Quest and Space Quest, Space Quest, and you liked King's Quest, which was like a medieval thing, right? Yeah, you were trying you were. to get the princess. What were uh, you trying to you, do? You you were trying to. I think the first one. I think you were rescuing the princess, uh, but then the second one, you'd already rescued the princess, or vice versa. Um, they all had different things. Uh, King's Quest Four, you played as the daughter of the original character, so you were the princess. And you're rescuing, uh, in a roundabout way, you were rescuing a prince, but you were really rescuing, you were just staying alive. But How uh, progressive. It was. It was actually <laughs> one of the first, the first uh, game, not the first, I don't think, but one of the first games to have a female protagonist. Was it written by a female? It was. Roberta Williams. She actually right. wrote. Most of the King's Quest games, she, actually, I think. She wrote Mystery House, too, didn't she? she yeah, she she was one of the lead writers. Okay, like, yeah, like one of them, yeah. For Sierra, which is also relatively progressive that the one of the main writers for an, the entire company was female. Uh, I mean, then again, it was the, it was the 80s. Like, it's it's also... We're not yeah, talking about this It's also not, here. like, untrue that... People just assume that it's all men. Right. Now, I will games, say that. People but, do make that assumption a lot. So, But some of the most, uh, some of the most famous games were written. Well, there you go. King's Quest. They were written by women. A woman. So do you have a favorite part or anything like that about King's Quest or a favorite one in the series that you liked? Um, four was actually really fun, but... Uh, and now do you have a favorite one that you didn't like <laughs> a favorite one that i did not like i realized i asked you do you have a favorite one that you liked as if you'd have a favorite one that you didn't like well this is my favorite that i didn't like and this is my favorite that i did like um i don't know if i have a favorite king's quest uh they were all pretty fun you liked the I mean, one with the lead lady right difficult. the leading lady when That's, you get to be the princess that one was actually Probably one of the best ones, to be honest. Uh, when you get to pick your avatar nowadays, do you normally pick a lady? No. 
Okay, I didn't know if that was like the thing, you know. There are lots of guys who do pick uh, female avatars, but I generally do not. You mean, uh, never mind. I was going to make this some inappropriate internet jokes. Like just internet inappropriate, not nothing too bad on you this time. Uh, now, Now it sounds even worse that you won't, that you, it's too inappropriate to say. Um, you know what? <laughs> it was just wasn't going to be a great joke. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I think we should just move on. We <laughs> should move on to other inappropriate things, like my favorite Sierra game. <laughs> Wait, what, what was your favorite Sierra game or adventure game? <laughs> As a kid, my favorite Sierra game or adventure game, it works for both, was Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> So for any of you who don't know what Leisure Suit Larry is, you're definitely missing out or not. Uh, It's about like a, I don't know, what was he supposed to be like in his 30s or something? Uh, I think he was supposed to be like, like, like midlife crisis. Yeah. 45 years old, maybe. Just some old guy trying to get laid. He's just out trying to get dates. Hitting on women, hitting on he's, hookers. He's short, has a big nose, wears <laughs> and a wears a leisure suit. suit. And he's uh, not, he is not successful. No, but the whole he, point of the game is you are trying to get him to hook up with somebody. Yeah. That you're trying to get him to meet his goal. And it's just like one complicated thing after another of him meeting ladies and getting rejected. Um, it was really fun. I don't think I fully understood it when I was younger. I had a brother that's like a good bit older than me to where he was about the right age to it to be okay. Right. Well, and despite despite Leisure Suit Larry seeming like it's just totally inappropriate, uh, it's actually not near as bad as it looks on the cover. Yeah. Like it looks like I mean, there's gonna be like Naked ladies running around. Right. And, and I mean, and it was super pixelated back then. Yeah. So it's not like you were even seeing like, too much. But I mean, it, like he was doing some strange things. I think you'd have to like well, go to the right. store and buy him condoms and stuff in every episode. Yes. Episode. What am I watching it like a TV show? <laughs> and in every game. Um, I can't remember every part of every bit of it. I know there was some inappropriate stuff, but overall, uh, yeah, there I definitely don't know. is inappropriate stuff, but I there there is not near as much as there. Uh, I assumed that there was. Right, there's nothing like overly graphic in it, right. and he's not successful at most of the things that he tries to do. So, any which way, as inappropriate as it still probably was for a kid yeah it was definitely one of my favorite games and it stood out like well there's like a million of them too which is funny uh interesting bit of trivia about it there is no leisure suit larry four it goes one two three five six and then i think seven why i why what happened with four did they make it and something not no, uh, Al Lowe, the guy who made Leisure Suit Larry. Right. Uh, at the end of three, Larry, like, marries the 
the like girl at the end of it. Uh, so he like his story is complete. And Alo was like, uh, I mean, he can't be a pickup artist anymore. He's uh, he's married and found the right. love of his life. So, so maybe that was really his goal. Maybe he wasn't even being super inappropriate. Maybe he was just trying to find love. Because right. one of the ones was is even named Larry, Larry looking for love in several wrong places, something like that. Well, at the it, it, he wanted to make more games, and he couldn't do anything with Larry, so, so he, he had just, to let him be married for a, a game. <laughs> yeah, he basically just was like, "All right, now it's five. I won't explain what happened, and we'll just pretend like there was." a leisure suit Larry four where everything went wrong and he's just no longer with her. Uh, and <laughs> that's how we'll explain away the fact that he got married. Yeah, just ignore it. Yeah. No, so I thought that was a funny way of doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even really, at some point I probably realized it, but it wasn't something that I rem- remembered, but, um, well, and they refer to it as leisure suit Larry for the lost episodes. Or the lost uh, something or other lost episodes. Files. So you're saying it too. I I think they actually do call it uh, the episodes. Hmm. As funny as that sounds. <laughs> so I said I've been playing adventure games. I've been playing Leisure Suit Larry. I downloaded <laughs> one and two, <laughs> and um, I did not remember it being that hard. I guess because I had, like I said, I had an older brother I played with. So really, I think he right. did most of the adventure gaming, and I did the sitting and like next to him going, "Click that." <laughs> well, also, adventure games in general, but especially Sierra games, have very weird logic. Yeah, they're that in. You, they it's it's the same type of weird logic throughout all of the games. So once you get good at a couple of them, you're much better at playing all the others because you need weird things to do other weird things. Right. The very beginning of Leisure Suit Larry 2, you have to have him walk into a garage and you tell him to look around and he says, there's nothing here. But then you have to make him walk back into a section of the garage you can't even tell you can go into and then he'll find a dollar. Yes. That you're going to need later. But you, if you don't know to like keep pushing, even though he's saying there's nothing here, then right. you get locked up immediately. But if you're used to playing Sierra games, you know that sometimes you just have to do that. <laughs> sometimes the game tells you there's nothing there. And what but it actually means is there's, you. there's nothing immediately where you are. Right, but you there have might to then, be one foot over. Right, just keep trying in the same area and seeming insane. Um, but my favorite one was probably Leisure Suit Larry. I don't remember if it was five or six. The ship shape up or slip out. Oh my goodness, I don't remember which, which one it was. When well, he went to a health it? spa. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's Leisure Suit Larry six. Uh, I maybe um, five, but I think it's six. And maybe five was good too, but I don't remember it as well. It was once they started doing voiceovers and I hate to read. It was just too much reading, too much things happening. Now, when I was younger, I kind of remember, did you have an Atari? Did you play yours on an Atari? Uh, Adventure games on Atari or just 
did I play an Atari? Anything. Did you have an Atari? Did you play your adventure yes. games on an Atari? I did not play adventure games on an Atari. Not an Atari. Am I retarded? Um, Am I, darn, I was going to try to make that into a joke. Not Atari, sorry. <laughs> an Amiga. Uh, I did no, have an I... Atari too, though, that I loved, but we'll come back. An oh, Amiga. I never heard of the Atari 2. I only had an Atari 1. <laughs> you know what? I'm too tired for this. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get what into I'm... that, let's just go to the mailbag because. No, I wanted what? to get my Amiga thing out. Well, I assumed it was going to. I already know the mailbag questions. I assumed it was. Gonna oh, no, it was to... just going to say that you could okay. highlight the text and it would say it to you. Oh, OK. That's it. So I could do that when yeah. I was younger. I, I think I you can still do that with computers, can't you? Yeah, you can do like a voice to or a text to voice thing. Yeah, it's it's generally for people. Man, that got uh, like out of control. I was just trying to say see. I liked voiceovers, <laughs> and then I got lost in like other wrong <laughs> computers. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's move on to the mailbag. <laughs> And uh, we'll go with yours first, since we were kind of getting into it. Okay, mine is from Tasha, and it said, Hey, I know you guys love the 90s, so what was your favorite video game from the 90s? Um, well, I liked a lot of adventure games. I know, I, we kind of just said it, but do you have... Though- I will actually say my favorite was not those games. My favorite was the game Mist, which was actually still an adventure game, but it was 3D. 3D back then? Uh, I mean, it was probably late 90s. Did you have to wear one but... blue and one red pair of glasses? No, well, it wasn't Separate. three. <laughs> two, it wasn't two pairs like, of glasses. It wasn't out of the screen 3D. It was like... Like 3D rendered objects. Oh, yeah. I remember when that was like super cool. Um, Let's see. I feel like that was late 90s when everybody was making those 3D rendered objects and it was like Uh, a really big deal. Mist was actually 1993 was when it came out. Wasn't there a movie named that too? With some monkeys? The Mist or something like that. Mist, the video game is M-Y-S-T. And not doesn't have to do with like gorillas or monkeys no there's there's actually you're the only uh like living creature you're on an island and you have to solve puzzles around so the it was very too. similar to your life yeah yeah you you, <laughs> you read books and go into other worlds by reading you're the just, books and i if only an your character just played video games by himself on his island well, if I lived on that island, I probably wouldn't play video games. I would play with all the weird, uh, like, crash spaceship and library with talking people in it. Hmm. That is interesting. Um, it was a really cool game, though. I will say I was a much simpler person for as what games I liked. Now, I like, obviously, I liked Leisure Suit Larry at, like, stood out in that fun adventure game style good old larry laffer but um it definitely wasn't my favorite like it was kind of one of those like moment in time where you'd want to beat the adventure game but if i was just going to go back and play something all the time i 
liked far simpler things. I Such liked, as. I liked um, this game called Emerald Mine. It's really, really mindless, mindless in the mine. Definitely not mindless because <laughs> that one was an Amiga game. But I also loved the Atari. So, uh, and half of these games came out before the '90s, but right. I played them in the '90s. That's I, I, uh, I had a Nintendo and an Atari. See, I never had a Nintendo. I had a Sega and I had an Atari. I guess I should say my brother had a Nintendo. Uh, To this day, I've still never played Mario. (laughs) I always felt like I was missing out. Yeah, that's, I don't know how you've never played Mario, but. I had a Nintendo 64 and I played Mario Kart, but never the original Mario game. Well, what about Mario 64? No. Is that like the game, but for Nintendo 64? Well, it's a Mario game for the Nintendo 64. So right, you've no. just like never played Mario games. No, I played Kart. Sonic. <laughs> Ugh. Traitor. I mean, I just, I wanted Genesis a Nintendo when I was a kid, but we were a Sega family. Mm. But I really liked the Atari, so we'll we'll talk about the Atari for a minute. And and as a side note, Nintendo and Sega work together now, so a lot of games have both Mario hmm. and Sonic in them. Well, that's good. Uh, so the Atari, uh, what what games did you like on that? All of them. <laughs> I liked the. Um, I'm not going to know the names of any of. Them. Was the beer tap one? I don't know what uh, it was. Tap room, something like that. Tapper was it called? Tapper. Tap. That that sounds right. It might not be right, but it sounds right. <laughs> um, then I liked the one where he swung on vines. Pitfall? I don't know. I thought it was something else, but maybe. Uh, Pitfall I it was like a was, jungle one or something. That's Pitfall was in, in a jungle. And little pits would open up. Some yeah. had little crocodiles in them that you would jump on their heads. So that one was definitely fun. I liked Joust. Wasn't that the one with the birds? Yes. I mean, those are like simple games. But if I was going to just sit down and play a game, I was like, mindless. Joust. um, Rampage for the Nintendo was a big favorite of mine. Uh, River Run. I think it was River Run, where you flew a jet down like a river. uh, No, I don't remember that one. That was a fun Atari game. Um, and actually, Towering Inferno. And I've never actually seen the movie, but the game was one of my favorites. Hmm. You had to like, There was a tower on fire, and you had to put out the fire on the tower. <laughs> <laughs> they were really simple games, but they were yeah. fun. It's kind of crazy. Um. We had so many games when I was younger because my dad had a friend that worked for a software company that made video games for Amigas, something like that. It's a jumbled up mess of what he did because I was a kid and I don't remember. (laughs) All I know is that he would send us um, games games for our Amiga almost every week. So we just had a giant drawer just i mean actually i think there was like two or three drawers just full of different games um i also loved the game that's like you get anywhere now but as a kid it was still really fun eliza 
did you, I don't think it was a game. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? She's like a Rogerian therapist. And she would say like, um, hello, tell me your, you know, something about like, tell me your problems or whatever. And you'd be like, I'm sad. And she'd be like, so you say you're sad. And you'd be like, yeah. And she'd be like, why do you say you're sad? And you'd be like, cause I dropped my lunch. She'd be like, so you say you dropped your lunch. <laughs> And it's, I talk like she talked because you could do the little audio from the Amiga. And that was what she sounded like. Very robotic. And um, um, you could make her say crazy things. Yeah, I would not call that stuff. a game. but like, if I felt like a game the way I played it. Because I would just <laughs> try to see what I could get her to repeat. And then I would oh. laugh because I'm a kid. Well, not now, but then maybe still now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sleep, uh, don't I? maybe <laughs> did uh, we answer the question yeah i think we answered your our favorite favorite games from the 90s years was uh talking to a, a computer therapist <laughs> <laughs> and now i might was, need to be talking to a real one <laughs> mine was uh wandering alone on an island what does that say about our mental state <laughs> yeah. now and when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right, it's so. something really terrible. And then beyond that, we like really difficult um, adventure games. And mine was way more uh, adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what what adjective I wanted to put there. Uh <laughs> Uh, let's let's go on to my question. Okay. Uh, this is from Fred. It is, did you play Oregon Trail growing up? Oh, yeah, Oregon Trail. Which, now, I didn't own it, but we played it at school all the time. Is I that was, anything? Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, most people's experience was like first grade playing it in school. I know. I was going <laughs> to say, is it anything anyone ever owned? <laughs> Uh, I think it's like I, a school game. I did actually own not the original one, but one of the later ones. Um, so I I would say I was still growing up because I was like 15 probably when I bought it. But uh, You just wanted my, all your friends to get dysentery. Is that <laughs> it? Is that what they got? You, dysentery, malaria, Cholera? Pox. Did they get cholera? Uh, yeah, I think they got cholera. Uh, or they broke an arm. All kinds of diseases, snake uh, bites. Oh yeah, bit by a snake, broke your arm. That was arm. the best part of the whole game. Was like you just typed in your friends' names and then found Watched out all the die. terrible things that happened to them, and you're <laughs> like, "Hey, look, here lies Sally." Mm. And then it says like whatever was wrong with her. Mine were like, usually like, "Here lies Poop Butt. He died of a broken arm." See, so you put in the names that I was just telling Eliza. Yeah. So you say you have a poop butt. (laughs) And then I would laugh really hard. Yeah. Um, I just made them all. uh, You just put them into Oregon Trail at school. I feel like you did that at 15 at home. Yeah, I didn't say that. The lady in the computer lab would have never had that. She would have never stood for that. Um, Well, nobody was really watching us play the game. And now I don't know if she happens to be one of our listeners, but the woman who worked in our computer lab growing up, her name was Mrs. Mackey. 
And we all were on Mac computers. <laughs> maybe, maybe they were. Uh, maybe they crazy. weren't Mac computers, and she just called them Macs. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that was back when we called them apples, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. Or Macintoshes. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, Macintosh. Well, it was back Macintosh then. is the company, and then. The I don't remember. Apple, I feel like I we didn't. Maybe we didn't call them out. Maybe we call them apples now. I don't know. Apples, oranges, Macs, PCs, Amigas, Ataris. Somebody put me to sleep. Schlemiesel, Schlemazels. <gasps> Ooh, Laverne and Shirley. Yep. Uh, oh, do you hear that? The TV book club. Oh, that's what that is. Orville, Season 1, Episode 1. Alright, so did you did you watch the Orville? I watched it. We had to watch it, and I watched it. You watched the whole of. thing? No. There absolutely not. I, I knew there was a I knew there was a catch. Okay, first off, after 30 seconds, I wanted to quit. But I stuck right. it out. And after two minutes, I was like, I'm never going to survive it. And I paused it. And I found out it had was a 44-minute episode. And then <laughs> I stopped altogether and I called you. And I was like, I'm not going to make it through. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, well, I'll go give it one more chance. And I did make it maybe like another 15 minutes before I just gave up. Okay. Well... I'll give you that. So sci-fi and you don't like sci-fi. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, like that's the biggest thing. Like I do not like (laughs) sci-fi. When I was a kid, back to when I was a kid, those good old days. um, You're playing Leisure Suit Larry. I was playing Leisure Suit Larry. I was watching Star Wars. And I remember liking Star Wars and stuff. Well, Star Wars is technically not sci-fi. Oh, it's fantasy or something, right? Okay, fantasy well, then we're or good. science fantasy. We're good. We're good. I just don't like sci fi. Yeah. I never watched Star Trek. That one's sci fi, right? Right. Star Trek is sci fi. Okay. Yep. Nope. I could never get into Star Trek. My dad always loved that one. And yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. If you couldn't watch Star Trek, you're not going to be able to watch The Orville because it's, it's essentially inspired by the original Star Trek. Yeah. The only thing I liked about Star Trek Star Trek was when I was a kid, we had a green screen, so I could go beam me up, Scotty, <laughs> and then I could green screen myself out. But as far as watching it <laughs> just, just beaming out was all you I like just wanted I don't even know, is that what he says? Or is that like one of those misheard quotes? Beam me up, but Right. Did I not say beam me up? But does he not say Scotty? Isn't there um, something that's like a misheard one? I'm on the total wrong show. Yeah, Luke, I am your father is the one that you're probably thinking of because that's okay, the one. I mean, the, I don't think that he ever actually did say beam me up Scotty, though, because uh, Scotty was the engineer, not really the transportation guy, but he he may have said that somewhere in it. 
I know he didn't say it every time. So you could be right that that's also misheard or misread. I don't. I mean, I didn't even watch the show, so how would I know? Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, back so, to the Orville. Okay, yeah. so it seemed like a lot of dad jokes. Am I right? Am I wrong? Uh, I would say there are some dad jokes in the show. Uh, I felt like right out of the gate, we went dad joke, dad joke. Right. The beginning of the first episode may have been quite a few dad jokes. Uh, there are definitely j- dad jokes scattered throughout the show. Uh, I will it, say I definitely didn't give it a chance. Right. If you only got 15 <laughs> minutes into it. And after I, would thir- say I mean, 30 seconds, I was done. So right. I don't know what it is about science fiction that I don't care for. And I, I really don't understand the difference between science fiction and fantasy. Because I would have thought they were the same well, thing. Science so. fiction has the word science in it. Because you're supposed to, it's things are supposed to run on at least plausibly explainable scientific things. Yeah, but they both so, have weird creatures. Right, which is scientifically plausible, given that there are other planets that things can grow on. Because uh, there's not like there's not like other creatures on Earth, other than the fact that they've come through space from their planet and now might be on Earth. But like some of it is not real science, like warp drives and stuff. I mean, granted, we can't do that now. But the point is that science explains it, where in fantasy, there's usually no explanation given. It's just like, okay, uh, magic. If you, can, if you can just say, oh, it's magic, then it's not science fiction. Uh, okay, so... All right. I'll I don't know. Right. If you can say it's magic, it's fantasy. This is this is a very dumbed down explanation, but if it could plausibly be explained with science, it's science fiction. If you just say oh, it's magic, then it's fantasy. If you don't know the difference, you're not a nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any which way, back to the show. Now that everyone has all you non-nerds have had a lesson in what science fiction and fantasy are. And, and probably uh, fans of science fiction and fantasy are also the type who will probably correct what I just said. I was going to say, <laughs> and all you nerds, feel free to send in emails telling Jonathan how dumb he yeah. is. But I, I'm going to preemptively say that I know that that's not the exact explanation of the difference. That's just the simplified version. Well, so what do you think about it? You like the show, right? Uh, Yeah, I actually, the first episode is definitely not my favorite of the series. It's a good, it it kind of is just introducing everybody. And yeah, a lot of times episodes are like that. You kind of need to get to know the characters and then the really funny stuff happens. Yeah. Um, Um, It is also, despite the fact that it's Seth MacFarlane, it's not really a comedy. It's more, I mean, it is a comedy, but it's not like a hard comedy. Like, it's not 
The show's not about the jokes. There are just jokes in the show. So I'm totally lost on what it is. It's not a com. It's not like a com. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my ability to speak is not there. It's not like. um. It, it's not funny science fiction. I don't get what it is. It's funny, but it's not. It's not a hard comedy like. The, the point of the show is not to be funny the point of the show is to be a science fiction show oh that, it's like a serious just, science fiction well show? it just also has funny things in it it's supposed like, to be serious uh well with with some comedy i mean and that's the first the first episode does not do a great job of showing that uh as it no. goes on it actually gets really close to star trek as it goes on hmm. it's just they it's basically Star Trek or at least Star Trek, the next generation, but even really regular Star Trek. But they also leave in the parts where they would normally cut. So like when the captain leaves the bridge, the crew continues to talk and they just have natural conversations, which tend to be kind of funny because you're hearing like the navigator and the pilot have a conversation with one another about what's going on. So it's it's a comedy in that respect, which is its initial start was kind of rocky because people didn't get that. Um, right. But it did get renewed again, I think, now for season four. I mean, it's doing pretty well. People like it. but Yeah, and a lot of people love science fiction. Right. And, and a lot of people love comedies, so I'm like sure for a lot final... of people it works out. The final episode of season one is actually a super heavy, like <laughs> surprisingly heavy episode for what people assumed was just a comedy. Hmm. It like is like some really serious social commentary on a bunch of things. That's uh, how Star Trek was, right? It had a lot right. of social commentary. And right. Which is why I say it's it's kind lessons. of like the original Star Trek in that there's actually a lot of social commentary throughout the show. It's just, they also, there are some jokes in it too, but um, it's like, uh, what's the, what's the Aziz and Shar, uh, the Aziz and Sari show that he did. Um, Master of none. Yes. Parks and recreation. Ma- Master of none. It's like comedy in that respect. Where it's I didn't like, like that show either. It's not actually like it, the show is not funny. There are just funny things in the show. Like you'll laugh while you watch the show. I don't like that kind of the, comedy. Right. So this you is like, like a I'm perfect like, storm of things you I'm don't just like. Just like angry at it. I don't like <laughs> yeah. that kind of comedy. Uh, I don't like science fiction. <laughs> right. This is this is the perfect storm for you of things you don't like. But <laughs> if I just had to like, if it was subtitled, I mean, it had been, I'd have been done. <laughs> you wouldn't have made it 30 seconds. <laughs> Eliza, um, what are they saying? So what, what is your, I don't know what that for meant. The show? Um, honestly, I feel like it's just not fair for me to give it a rating <laughs> because I didn't give it a chance. So how can you give something you didn't give a chance a rating? Mm-hmm. Well, but that in itself is a rating. 
there are going to be some people who just don't like it to the point where they won't even give it a chance. Yeah. Now, yeah, I will no. also say before we rate it, the trailer for the Orville. Ooh. I watched that like, first. That turned that was not a good idea. Don't watch the trailer first. There actually was a really big uh there was a really big issue with that. Uh because the show's not meant to be that kind of comedy. And Fox, I think it was Fox that it's on. Their corporate people made the trailer. It wasn't the people who made the show. And they cut it together like that. And everybody who made the show got super angry because. It just looks like a slapstick, super stupid show. And it makes it look like, oh, wow. So you guys just made Family Guy, but in space. Yeah. With the same jokes. And then you go into it thinking that and that makes it hard to watch. And. It is not that at all, <laughs> which, right. Then you go, the people who did want to watch that were disappointed because it wasn't that. And the people who wanted to watch a show like it actually was were like, oh, I'm not going to watch it, just like slapstick. Yeah. And so there was a big, they ended up, uh, they ended up like re-releasing a trailer later because of it. But it was a huge point of contention among the producers and the show. Which is funny because you uh, found the exact same thing when you saw the trailer. Yeah, I was like, oh. So they they were 100% correct in that it just was the worst possible trailer for the show. Um, Well, what's your rating? The first episode, I actually, like I said, there are way better episodes. But... It is a monster of the week kind of show where you really don't have to watch it in order to understand it. But that first episode's kind of important because it tells you everything about the show. Like, and who everyone is and stuff yes. like that. So yeah. I would get uh, ordinarily I'd give it like a 2.5, but I think because it's an important episode, I'll give it a 3.5 out of 5. <laughs> So it's just going to hold steady at a 3.5 because I'm the missing one. Right. So we'll just I'm the we'll double mine. Who, so I'm the person who 10. goes on to a review site and they give it zero stars and they go, this product was fantastic. Or they give it five stars and they're like, this is the worst product I've ever had. Right. Or they give it, like, what? They give it a zero, zero star. Stars, like one star, yeah. I guess, is the lowest you can give it. <laughs> they give it a one star and then say... I didn't buy this product, but yeah, and then, <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, I guess that's technically you're that person. That's, you're the first, that's me. I didn't I'm not buy this, but one star. <laughs> I was just thinking if I rated it, it would be like a fake rating. Right. So, so we'll, we'll just double my score. We'll give it a yeah. seven out of 10. It's worth I'm, watching because later episodes are. Wait, that's watching. how we do our scoring. We double it. We don't just like average it. Well, but we're, we do out of 10. So if we just averaged a 3.5 oh, we just and add a 3.5. Them together, it would be a yeah. 3.5 out of 10. I right, think we got to work on our scoring. <laughs> we always add our two and then out of 10. That's why we do out of well, five. All of a sudden, it doesn't seem like a good <laughs> yeah. idea. Uh, so a seven out of 10, because an average of 3.5 and 3.5 would 
B3.5. Out of 10. It seems like it makes sense, though, because why does it get a better score? Well, because if we were, okay, well, then how about this? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Well, now so it's now let's let's average our <laughs> scores right. of 7 and 7. You got me. It's a 7, it's out, a seven of out of 10. 7 out of 10. Because <laughs> uh, my 3.5 was out of 5. So that's why I doubled it. But anyway. Oh. It's worth watching. Five. Oh, do we do out of 5 normally? Yeah, we each do out of 5 and then add them to get the out of 10 Okay. Score, but... Okay. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's been a while, everyone. It's been a long time, guys. This is our first one back on Spotify. So. Don't hate us. Yeah, plus <laughs> we're in two totally separate places, which mm-hmm. I guess people do podcasts like that, but that's just a phone call and I'm not good at them. And I only slept a few hours last night, which I have brought up. Prob- probably yeah, probably has a bigger bearing, but hey. What, what plus, are you, do? you guys don't know, but it's after lunch, significantly mm-hmm. after lunch at this moment. Right. And usually Lori is better before lunch. That's right. Uh, all right. So uh, next TV book club, we are we're leaving space. Finally, we've been in space for a while. Uh, now we're coming down to Earth. We are going to watch Archer season one, episode one. Uh, you can find it on Hulu. And potentially on Netflix, but I know for sure on Hulu. Uh, and we'll see. I didn't think uh, Lori was going to like Mike Tyson, so maybe she'll love Archer as much as I've watched tons Mike of Tyson Archer. Mysteries. I've watched oh, tons of Archer. See? There you go. I didn't even. You didn't even know. No. So, so huh. Archer season one, episode one. Uh, and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks everybody for watching. Listening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listening. <laughs> Maybe uh, you're just staring at your phone. Watching sure. a blank screen while you listen yeah. to us. Uh, I, I look at a blank screen while we do this. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you're listening on Sebring.com, comment down below. Uh, otherwise email us podcast at sebring.com or Instagram at sebring podcast. Yep. Send us those mailbag questions and And correct everything that Jonathan was wrong about and And, ignore anything I was wrong about. Yeah. Uh, and suggest, uh, TV book club episodes and we will see you next episode.